Blog Talk Radio. Hello. 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 Good evening. Good evening. We're having hey. some technical difficulties here. Uh, I was just asking, and I'm glad you called in, so we can get your perspective on how important is it for a man be a provider in his, in his home from a woman's perspective. Oh wow! Okay. All right, so let's. Uh, I, I guess my first. How I, I would start off by saying it's very important. Um, but my first question would, you know, I would like to ask you, like how how important is it for you and um, to be a provider of your household? And I mean, what when you look at provider, what aspect of providing? You know, are we talking about just providing in general, or are we talking about financial or safety or, um, you know, I guess all aspects, right? In, in every aspect, yes, of, of course. Some may okay. not be the primary uh, income winner in the home, but they provide stability all the same, or they provide protection, you know, as a provider, I'm just generalizing it. Uh, if you want to break it down in, in different facets, that's great. But um, because just because, you know, again, it, it's not all about finances. You know what I mean? Sometimes it could just be that ear or what have you. You know what I mean? Right. Okay. Um, so I would say, you know, in our household, um, it's, you know, you being a provider is very important um, to me because you are my safety net. You're my security blanket, you know. Um, it's from the protection aspect. When we're home, I don't have a worry. Um you know, I, I don't, I don't worry about listening for odd sounds, and I don't worry about um, anyone breaching our property. And because I know if that happens, um, you know, you're gonna take care of it. As far as financial, from from that aspect, it's I used to worry about what would happen if I. I didn't have any income, you know, what would happen if, if God forbid that, you know, my position was 
um, taken away or down if the company went during the company downsize, they do this. They've been doing it yearly now for the past several years. Um, you know, I no longer worry what would happen if they got rid of my position. Um, I mean, sure, we'd have to, you know, as as within every household, we'd have to, you know, re- revamp the budget and different things like that. But it, it takes the variation away, you being a provider. Okay. So, so essentially the stability, um, you feel safe and protected. You feel, you know, um, I guess to sum it up, like taken care of, if you will. Yeah. You know, at at the end of the day, when it's all said and done and we, you know, we lay down at night, um, I'm secure in in knowing that I'm going to be able to rest because you're here. And, you know, again, when we wake up in the morning, anything that happens, um, job or come up financial or, or anything like that, if I, you know, take solace in the fact that, you know, once I communicate whatever we need to get done um, to you, we, you know, you get it done, I guess. Maybe, I mean, you know, that may sound a little arrogant, but... No, which is what it is. I believe that it is very, it's very important, you know, um, for a man can't consider himself the king of the castle, quote unquote, if you're not providing the castle, if you're not taking care of the castle. You know what I mean? Um, so, and 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 once again, you know, um, in 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 some aspect, you, and I'm not just talking about you know, sexually. Like you gotta provide. You gotta you gotta give something to the house. You gotta be um, all in. You can't be a, a man and call yourself the king just because you can put it down in a bedroom or, you know, just because you can cut grass, you know, or just because you can wash a car. You know, that doesn't really, that don't really Qualify. give, right. It really, honestly, those actions, you know, cleaning the house or I clean the house and doing the laundry and doing different things like that. That doesn't really, it, I don't think it would give women in general any, you know, satisfaction in saying that they, that you're a provider. Um, but more than that, those are things that can be outsourced. Absolutely. You got to do, you know, when you, when a man, and, and this is only my mind, um, when a man is a provider for the household, then all those things that we just talk, talked about, 
being safe and, and feeling secure and, and having, you know, the financial support and having even providing emotional support. Um, you know, you you got to be in there. You, you got to kind of stand in and be all of those things and do all of those things because, you know, you can run out and make six, you know, seven figures a year and say that you're a provider, but truthfully, all you all you are is the bank. You know, you're not you, you're missing out. You know, because you're making all that money, and you could be required to travel a lot, which takes you away from home. So you're not really providing the security, the safety portion. You're not providing the emotional support. You know, and if you have children, you're not providing the example of leadership. You know, so when you in my mind, um, when a man provides, you have to cover all of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's just me, and that's my aspect. You know, I, I, I don't know. Um, so so let me ask you this from, from a woman's perspective. Um, is, it, is, it, is there more respect to a man that provides or – or is it the same, or is it, you know, not noticed, you know? Uh, I would definitely say it's more respect. You know, I I consider myself a strong woman. Uh, I, there are tons of things that I can do for myself. You know, I can I can get out there and I can wash my own car, or I can go and pay somebody to wash it. I can cut my own grass, or I can go and pay somebody to cut grass. I can pay my own bills, or well, I can't pay my own bills. You know, so there are a lot of things that I can do. Um, but when you have a husband, and just because I can do it, doesn't mean that as a wife, that is my primary role. So you see what I'm saying? So as as a single person. Like, I can do all of those things. Um, when you become a wife, it your your role kind of shifts. And those things that were important or that you could do or did do as single, um, God doesn't intend for us to do those as wives. We focus on, you know, I think we focus on family. We focus on making sure that, as as the provider or as your help meet, we focus on making sure that we assist you in accomplishing whatever goal you set out. So for instance, if you, you are the provider and you make the the money, well I make sure that the bills get paid with the money that you make. You see what I'm saying? So as a right. wife um as a wife being your assistant in that providing aspect is what's important. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I do. So, as far as, you know, a man, you know, he, he, he would be more inclined and more ready to and willing to go out and, and 
earn a living to to bring back home when you know he he is respected you know when he is uh when he's seeing the the the, the fruits of of the labor if you will and the lights being turned on you know the kids are taken care of the kids are happy you know um and and you being the wife happy as well and comfortable um that's that's motivation to do so and truthfully i'm gonna gonna go ahead and say this to everybody's listening um if you're not if you're not even trying you are uh i can't respect you in 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 my own as a man I, i i wouldn't even put you on my level by calling you a man because you are less than so it's 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 minimal effort to get up and make an attempt to to contribute and you got to start somewhere but getting off the couch is that start going out and stop making excuses is a start So, right, and so, to, let me just, I, I hate to interject, but I, I just got to ask a question. Um, while you're on that thought, you say if if you're a man and you're not even trying to lead your household in some aspect of, of the provision that we're speaking about, um, are you referring to the amount of money that's being made, like they're not trying because they don't make the most money, or it, can you break that down, or does that matter? It, um, that that really doesn't matter. you got to make some attempt. you got to do something. And if you're not making the most money, you know, you pick. You may have to pick up the slack in, let's say you're only working part-time. you got to pick up the slack in, help fold laundry or you got to do something to help around the house to help carry your weight if you will you know what I mean okay so um for me like you're not going to go out I'm working part-time I'm working let's say four hours a day five days a week I'm you're not going to come home and have to still do everything, and I've only been gone four to five hours a day. That's right. not fair. So, it doesn't so make sense saying, So you're saying if, if you're not carrying the financial weight, um, the, the other responsibilities that it takes to run a household, you need to pick up and carry the weight in that area until you You need to pick, to pick up and help out. Right. I'm just talk, I'm just simply saying help out. You got to pitch in. If you can't pitch in more financially, you got to pitch in more physically. You know what I mean? Uh, wash the car, motor your on. You know, we shouldn't be outsourcing those things. If I'm only working part time. Right. That that just doesn't make sense to me. Now, I'm not saying that you know 
you got to go and, and, and do the, you know, like, I ain't saying you got to go and, and dust all the furniture and all this, but you got to do, you got to contribute something, man. I ain't saying you got to cook dinner or a five-course meal, but you got to do something. At least prepare to prepare it or get it ready or, or something. Right, right. I, I I understand what you're saying. So it's um, pr- providing is not limited to financial. It's not um, limited to providing is about the male, the man, the husband. To to me, taking the lead role in a household to make sure, and it's part of my friends, but to make sure shit happens. So um, even if the wife, you know, maybe some cases out there where the wife makes more money, that is just a financial piece of it. Providing isn't limited to financial um, for those who's listening. It's every, it's, you know, it's a leadership role in making sure that, you know, the wife is taken care of. Well, the family is taken care of. Absolutely, absolutely. Being a provider means you you will have to sacrifice, and you will do so. Being a provider means that is is greater than you. Right, and so let me just ask you a question here. Let's just take a, a you know a little, a little bit deeper. Um, when you you as a provider, that's a lot of weight, you know, for you to wake up in the morning and and to know, you know what has to be done, um, and don't get me wrong, you know, I, I work so I, I'm able to help you in, in different areas that we need help as far as household things are concerned. But to carry that kind of weight on your shoulders, you know, how does that, you know, what does that do to you? Does that inspire you? Does that, you know, does that make you a little bit scared to have all of this responsibility? Um you know, do, I mean, I know you, you're a praying man, so do you, obviously, like, do you, in saying that you're a praying man, do you depend on God to make things, to set things in order for you to be able to be the provider? Like, how does that work for you? Well, I pray first, and the weight on my shoulder is balanced, and I squat with it. That means I take it and... and do what I'm supposed to do. I don't got time to, to let it to fall, make me fall or, or let it around. I got to go get it. Ain't no, uh, there's no question. You know, the wife need, the baby's need, and I got to go get it. Period. Give me my rifle. I'm going hunting. Right. And so, you know, let's, with that being said, you know, let's just talk about it because it takes sacrifice. You know, it takes a lot of sacrifice in order. Absolutely. To be a provider, so you know, does where where do you stand on the sacrifices that you as an individual have to make, being the husband and being the head of the household, um, you know, and then you know the family because the family makes sacrifices as well. As well, um, absolutely. You know, where do you stand on that? Like, what are your thoughts on the sacrifices that that's being made so that you can be the provider? So the 
the sacrifices that are that are made. Uh, first, you got to communicate. That makes you can't go out here and just do something without having a conversation first, because then it's like you're a nomad or, or you you just roaming without a, a direction. You know what I mean? So you had a conversation first. Like, for instance, my son plays soccer. And he was like, Daddy, you go come to my game? And I'm like, nah, uh, nah, I can't do it because I work these days the day you have your game. I said, but I will be at your practice because your practice is the day that I'm off. And he understood that. You follow me? So we had had a conversation, so it won't look like I'm just abandoning him. He understood that this is a day that daddy has to work. But if when I'm off, I will be there. So, so are you okay with I, that? Like, uh, you know, just being there for the practice and, you know, not for the actual game? Or, like, are you okay? Because it takes you out of the household a lot more. Um, well, one, the type of work that, that you do takes you away because you – because of the hours, um, but uh, more than that, it's you know, do you still feel included in in what's happening? And it's like a whole different world, or is it or is it like a whole different world? You know, once you come home, do you fall right into place? Do you, you know, how is it for you to, to transition from you know being away? almost 12 hours a day to 10 hours a day to walking in and it's chaotic or walking in and everybody's asleep? Well, uh, <clears throat> walking in and, and it's chaotic, you know, uh, that just lets me know home. Uh my boys are very active and, and happy, and they run around and make noise and, and tear shit up. That's just what they do. Now, as far as missing out on on certain things, I just know how to do what I do. You know what I mean? Like that's all I've I've ever seen was. Uh, the, folk, the old people go to work. You know what I mean? So that's what I know how to do. How to take off of work for, nah. Uh, nah, I, I don't know what that's like. That's that's hard in itself. Right. Well, not saying that you have to take off. You know, it's, I guess I, I was just wanting to, you know, we we talked about you being the provider and what it means to you. Um, what, what does it mean to you? I don't think, like, what does it actually mean to you? Does it? Being the provider, for me to, to be the provider, that means that, uh, when I'm off at work trying to provide financially for the kids, you know, for the family, uh, make sure you don't want for anything. Uh, that part 
makes me feel great. Okay. Being the provider of your safety, knowing that when you sleep, you have nothing to worry about. Uh, once we lock the doors, you know, we have nothing to worry about. That feels great as well. Actually, just to sum it all up, it feels great to be a provider. It feels great to, uh, when you have a rough day, you call them and raise hell, bed it out so you can continue on after you've unloaded and start making uh, decisions accordingly. Uh, that feels good, you know. Uh, when there's a bind or, or a rut or a funk even and nothing else is going on, and you say, you know what, let's pray. That feels good. When I tell you to pray, I mean, you know, that feels good. So being a provider isn't uh, once one particular thing. Being a provider is being able to fill in wherever there's a gap in addition to, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. your role. So that's very important to Okay. Okay. I can dig it. So, you know, and and then, um, you know, just from my perspective, um, for the callers that that's listening or streamers that's listening, um, I can obviously I can only speak from my perspective, but from my perspective, I think that that's what the wife needs. You know, the wife needs um, a provider. The wife needs, you know, the, the gaps filled in again because there are certain things that. You know, I I am one of those women who believe um, that we can do most of what men do, not all, because we're we're not made alike and it's not intended for us to do what men do. Um, But I do believe that women can be fully functional and self-sufficient if they are not married and they don't have that provider of the household, so to speak, Um, and they can do pretty good at that. I, I do believe that. Um, but again, when you know, from the perspective of a wife, to have that in a husband, I I think that's just about all you could ask for. Because, um, and of course, when when Pastor gets on, he can talk from the biblical perspective. But I, that's all I need, you know. And I think that the unfortunate part is that when we're looking for husbands or waiting for a husband or looking for a boyfriend or a significant other or whatever the term is nowadays, um, other than, you know, the husband, but when we're looking or waiting, 
we're asking and waiting for all all the things that that don't matter, you know, um, somebody to shop with and, you know, walk around the mall and take strolls with and different things like that. Those things aren't necessarily important. Um, So with that being said, do you think, like, what is, is being the provider your sole responsibility? Like, what is your number one responsibility as a husband and the father of, of a household? Is it, you know, how do you prioritize your roles? Because, again, you are a father, you are a husband, you are a business owner, you you know what I'm saying, you are a provider. Do they tie in one? Are they different? What's What's first for you? First for me is neither of those things. First for me is being uh, faithful to God, if you will. You know, <clears throat> so that way he can guide me through all those different roles or whichever hat I have to put on and when I have to put it on. You know what I mean? So that's first and foremost. Secondly, it will be uh, actually all those will be like ones because being a father is just as important as, as being you know, a business owner. So, no, I'll say those are twos because being, being the husband is next after listening to God. So those, those, that's how I, would be, how I would prioritize it. You know what I mean? That's very, that's very dear to me. Being a father is next. That, that's a job. So I guess that goes along right aside being a business, business owner. But right. listening okay. to God is is, is 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 first and foremost. Okay. I can dig that. I can, can I mean that. I can yeah, I can dig that. You know, I mean you uh, I know the Bible says that you know you're the household, you're the head of the household um, in some aspect, but and I know it also talks about um, how you have to stay in tune with God. You have to have you like that direct connect. You like that direct connection. While I as your wife, but you have my own connection and my own relationship with God. And I also, I do pray. I pray with you, for you, and uh, without you. Um, So I I have my own relationship, but there are things that God doesn't open my eyes to that your eyes are open to because you're the head. You see what I'm saying? So while... um, I think having that relationship as as a head of the household, you know, it it allows you, like you said, to be able to make decisions and and keep the business going and keep different things going so that you can fulfill that role as provider. Um, And then as your wife, knowing that that is your role, um, I'm not going to say I have to take the back seat, but I'm I'm kind of – kind of your co-pilot, but I'm not really, like I'm I'm in the co-pilot seat, but I don't ever have to take the wheel and 
you know, keep us up in the air because because of your connection with God and because the, you follow him, I believe that he's going to always keep you in a position to, to do that. And I'm just there to keep you company. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, to keep to keep me sane, you know what I mean? Uh, to make no mistake about it, like, LeBron James wouldn't be where he at, or Michael Jordan wouldn't have been where he was if it wasn't for his teammates, right? They're just as important. He just so happened to be who he was at the time. So your role isn't less valuable than my role. You know what I mean? Because you need that support. If I'm if I'm out out fighting, you know, I go back to the corner. I'm gonna need you there to put the Vaseline under my eye or squirt the water in my mouth or, you know, tell me what I need to do. That's just as important as me you me being out there fighting. You follow me? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm your life support. I'm I'm your I'm your cheerleader, I'm your life support. I'm um you know, when you when you come out for a break, um, wiping you off, keeping you cool, you know, Vaseline, whatever, wrapping your hands so that you can get back out there and get in the ring and do what you do. Um, so I'm not saying that as a wife, the role that my role is minimized once I've become a wife versus you know um, having to provide for self, it's, you know, I would say as a wife, my rule is sort of magnified um, and, and bumped up, so to speak, because now I have to, you know, wear different hats, most importantly, um, that role to make sure that you're able to go out here and do what needs to be done to provide for the household. Absolutely. So that 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 is what helped make the team great, if you will. It's not about uh, it's not about going out there doing this their preparation. It's that you know uh, that good night's sleep. That that you know you don't have to worry about uh, anything, if you will. Uh, because you you eaten and you know according to your diet restrictions or what have you and everything is squared away. So when you get up to go handle the business, you feel like the best you. And it all started with the day before or or the night before. You know what I mean? And then you get up and you go to the closet and you know you have clean clothes and. All that plays plays a part in becoming or being the best you. Right. Okay. So, would you say we had said you said earlier that if a man isn't putting forth an effort to provide in any aspect, you you can't respect them. 
As a man, no, I cannot. I cannot. Okay. That's because, well, and it could be because, you know, uh, environment, you know, you don't know. But whatever it is, you know, somebody got to gotta gotta talk to you. So someone has to talk to you. What about those men that were raised in a single parent household where you know, don't get me wrong, again, you know, women women are providers to some degree. Um, not like men of let me not say that. Women are providers to some degree when they are single. They do provide. They provide everything that they possibly can in order to make sure Absolutely. that their life and even if they have children, that their children's lives are comfortable. Um, Absolutely. So women are providers. However, what what do you say to to men or young boys who lack that example in their household of what a provider is and when we talk about providing, um, that's a quality as a man, or is that a quality in a husband? Is it limited? No, it's not limited. So everyone always uh, use use the term or, or the phrase "it takes a village," and. It, it it does take a village. So if there is a single woman with a child, there's some there's someone that's around this kid. There's some men around this kid. If there isn't, then I would say shame on her, because there's a coach, there's a uh, a barber, there's a a teacher, there's somebody who could. Uh, mentor this kid who could be step in and not be, be step in and be be daddy, but step in and just be you know a role model. Because if she don't, she set him up for that. Because the streets will, the streets will adopt him, and it won't be that little kid. You can't teach a man how to or teach a boy how to grow to be a provider. Streets can teach the game. The street, that's exactly what it's going to be. The streets go fill in where a man isn't there to do so. The streets will fill in. So you have to, you definitely have to uh, learn. And I learned, I was, I was, I was blessed to have my grandfather who, who taught me, you know what I mean? And I'm blessed to also pass those same things to continue down to my son. I have guys that, older guys that I talk to that sharpens my iron. You dig? As I sharpen theirs as well. It's it's all, it all, uh, it's one big circle, but it will not, the circle would not be completed if this single mother doesn't, have this kid around another man because the only thing he's doing is learning how learning her feminine ways because she can't teach him how to be a man. 
understand that. But again, we're going back to is having the quality or having the role as provider specific to a man or just a husband. Will you marry a provider if Will you marry? You have to be that's that's the role of the husband. In fact, that's the role of, of, of both parties. Even even actually all that's in that family is, is to provide because my son he's he slides there when you know, you need help, he he come through and and pitch in. So it's the role of everybody that's in that family. That's the team. That's everybody. When you're a man, you gotta provide for yourself. You gotta. You can't go and lay up under somebody else, uh, up under this woman, and, and sit on the couch all day and smoke blunts and what have you, and she going to work. That's not a man. That's a boy. That's a boy because when she get home, you gotta ask the baby. Uh, can you bring me a pack of cigarettes or can you bring me some juice, you know, from the store because you don't got the money. That's the same thing my son do. Daddy, can I have $10 for, for breakfast? That's what my son do. So you, he's just a boy. And that's only in my eyes. We got passed on the line. Pastor, welcome. Good evening to everybody. Good evening, Pastor. So, we're we're talking about the role of the man or husband as a provider and what it means um, to provide. Wow, it's a a, a huge topic. Um, you know, until I until I hear what you guys are really what area of it you guys are getting into, I'll. I'll just throw this out to begin with. You know, when God originally created uh, man and woman, he created them equally. He, he, didn't, he didn't put one ahead of the other, but what he did do, he gave us different responsibilities. And uh, part of that role for that man and that family was to be the provider, to be a provider. Um, and, you know, now when you talk about providing, um I don't know what area you're talking about, but a lot of men <clears throat> are good at providing uh, the sexual part. They're good at that. They they roll with you all night long, but it goes so far beyond that. You got to provide, you know, uh, financially. You got to provide um, um, protection. You got to provide guidance. You got to provide, you know, by example, you know, for. Um, for me, example, for me, um, I've got to provide um, my twelve-year-old, uh, soon-to-be twelve-year-old daughter, with um, the example of what a man and a husband how they should treat her. I've got to provide that for her. I've got to provide for my boys. Um, you know, uh, the role of a man. I got to define that for him. I don't. I don't. If I lay up on my wife or if I don't work or if I, you know, um, uh, go out and decide to, um, you know, I don't know, uh, um, make money the illegal way, I guess you would say, then my, my boys can come up, you know, we talked about it a little bit last week, they'll imitate their atmosphere. 
So I've got to show them how to be providers. You can't be lazy. The Bible said if you don't work, you don't eat, you know. Uh, so but they, ought, they ought to work, you know. Now, um, th- this is such a broad uh, topic because so many women have been forced to, to provide because the men didn't fulfill their roles. You know, and when a man don't do that, a woman can't sit there and just die. She has to get out and do it. And to an extent, um, um, she can survive, but she can't provide. That's two different things. She can keep it going. God knows she can. I came out of a single-parent uh, household, so I know she can keep it going. But there's, there's, she's limited. She can't fulfill the complete role. And it's for a very simple reason. She's not. I didn't make her a man. And so a woman can definitely um 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 uh I guess you could say it like this. She can she can she could teach him what a man should do, but she can't show him what a man should do. He she can't she's she's limited in what she can do. And again, that doesn't make her her, her um weaker by any means whatsoever. It's just that's the role that God Intended for, you know, that husband or that man. Absolutely. So we was we were saying that uh, to be a provider, you know, it's not only like you were saying. It's what you covered, you know, the, the spiritual to, to to prayer. Like there's so much more into just being a provider. I'm sorry, right. financially, you know. Right. Uh, and I was just telling her when you came in. You know, as as a family, as 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 a member of a family, it's up to everybody to provide. Because I know for me, our family, where uh, I see my son fill in when she's you know have both both hands full and and, and balancing shit on one foot. You know what I mean? He he slides mm-hmm. he slides in. That, that's providing. You know what I mean? Uh, she knows when the lights go out uh, and I'm on Overwatch, I'm not going to go to sleep until the lights back on. That's providing. That's providing, you know, safety and security. So it's it's a lot that goes into, into it. You know what I mean? It's not just, you know, who break home the most money. Oh, no, no. that No, that's, that's definitely not... Um... Not that at all. I, I totally agree with you, um, you know, on that. And, and here's the thing, man. You know, um, when we say provide, you know, in the household or whatever, okay, uh, my boys, you know, one is finished college, the other one's in college right now, okay, I don't want anybody to think that, okay, we've got distinct uh, duties. You know, God made us, you know, to have different roles, but you know, in, in other words, um, my boys know how to do laundry, and they needed to know how to do laundry because they're not ready for a wife, they're not ready for a family yet, and when they go off to college, guess what? They got to get it. They got to know how to iron their clothes. They got to know how to do that. So um, uh, the housework is not just that's all that that woman's supposed to, I mean, can do. You know, there's an old episode of Good Times where, James says something about the kitchen and the bedroom, Florida, the kitchen and the bedroom. And that's not, that's not, that's not, I don't want my wife 
kitchen and bed. I want an intelligent woman. I don't. I want a woman that can operate in the marketplace, in the in the in the in the boardroom. You know, I want her to be able to do that. You know, so we got to be careful by just thinking that this woman is just going to be. Um, you know, she's providing yep. also. Bear she's for, providing bear for the Yeah, I definitely don't want that. I definitely, definitely, and I, I don't know why she would. I, I don't know why she would want to be that, you know. So yeah, yeah we got to really clearly define uh, the roles that God ordained for. You know, when God made man, the first place He placed him was in the garden. He said, "You tend this, and you 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 take good care of this." In other words, you go to work, and then right. put the woman there in essence, to take to help the man and to take care of the man. So the woman doesn't have a lesser role. Matter of fact, she probably has a greater role, you know. She has a, she has a greater role. So, uh, you know, most women can go out and, you know, they can, they can, they can, for instance, if, um, if you got sick, I guarantee your wife could some kind of way keep the house going. She can keep the house going. She could, you know, make sure the bills are paid. She could make some of the same phone calls. She may not be able to do your job, but she can make sure that your job still operates. But if you flip it and you had to come in the house and you had to, you know, do what she does with the kids and you had to do what she does with, you know, I don't know, the bills and the house and, the, as you said earlier, balance and everything on one foot. As men, we struggle with what they do, but they, you know, they can <laughs> – they can handle what we do a little easier, I'll say. So I don't I don't want women to think that they're less. God, the Bible says, is not a respect of a person. So he didn't make women uh, to be less than that man. He just gave them a different role. And I guess that's what I'm saying. But the primary role for the husband is to be a provider, uh, a, a protector, um, to be and an a example. Yeah, you got, you, got to, you got to throw it all in there. But, yeah. you know, that uh, – and last thing, there's a Bible story where uh, this man took his son out in the fields, and they were working in the fields. The little boy said, Daddy, my head is hurting. And the boy got real sick, and the first thing the daddy said was, look, take him to his mama. Because the role of that mother is a nurturer. You know, she's going to make sure that baby's all right. She'll tell you right quick, he don't sound right. He don't walk right, you know. So we've got different roles. You know, and we got to make sure that we respect what they do and they appreciate what we do. Oh, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. I, we were, it's funny you, you came in on it, and that's what we were talking about. I was explaining to her that, you know, uh, in my in my eyes, you know, she's just as valuable as I am. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, God, yeah. yeah I, I, I'm out in the ring while I'm out hunting, but shit, I bring it home and you got to dress it. Or you know, I come back to that corner. You you, you squeeze the water in my mouth and, and you know put the Vaseline under my eyes and send me back in the ring. You know, there you go. That's it. Just as important. That's exact. You're exactly right. And I and I I'm I'm tired of women. First of all, I'm tired of men. You know, trying to minimize what a woman does. You know, making her feel like you know she's not valuable. And I'm tired of women. Uh, allowing themselves to be minimizing and acting like they can't do anything else. I can't stand no salad eating. I can't do nothing. Just give me something, woman. I don't. I don't need that. I need somebody that's gonna step up 
and do what has to be done, you know. Um, and, and and we got to get to that, man. We got to quit um, being lazy as men and as women. We got to quit that. We got to we got to quit that and and step up and do what we got to do. And because I think it's more settled it right than way, being lazy. We get complacent. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I heard you say when I first got on, you know, a man saying, you know, maybe bring me some juice. I don't mind asking my wife to bring me something. You know, if she's just happening, she got up and she's at the refrigerator, we're checking out a movie or something like that. But that's not going to be my life every day. I'm not going to get up, hey, girl, you know, can you get me some juice? I'm not even going to take a shower. I just sit there and let her cater to me 24-7. Come on, man, get your lazy, stinking self up and do something. Proud. Yeah, yeah, we, we yeah we got to get away from that, man. We gotta. That that's that's just that's not right on 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 so many levels, man. Like we got to do we got to do better. But I, like I was telling her, it goes back to to the beginning. You know what I mean? Like what what what? Uh, who taught you? You know what I mean? If that's what you saw. Then that's what you're gonna, gonna do. You know, we, you mentioned the single mothers earlier. It is very important to have a, this this kid around a strong this, this boy around a strong male mentor. You yeah. Know what I mean? So you can you can learn these things. Well, I'm gonna tell you, man. That that right there um, speaks volumes. But if if a parent, if if a, a young boy is being raised by a mother, you know, there should be some godly men, you know. Now, this is uh, actually getting into the role of the church, you know. If 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 there's some lack in that uh, in that household, that church should be able to provide, you know, some godly men. It's not gonna, you know, take advantage of that woman and say, look, let me let me uh, take him to the barbershop. Let me do this. Let me do that. And and here's the thing. A woman can take him to the shop. I got that. But at the same time, you know, uh, he needs to be around other men. He needs to hear the conversation of men and things like that. And so, you know, I, that's just they got to be a godly man somewhere that can step up in that father's absence and say, look, I'm still going to help you become a man. I'm going to help that's you. Good. I'm going to show you what you need to do. And, and it seems like we're not doing that anymore, man. It seems like we're you know, getting lazy and, you know, I don't know, but I, I don't I don't like that. I don't like it that, you know, the young boys are having to find their own way. And they, and they get it from the streets. The streets, like I was telling her, the streets will adopt you. You know what I mean? They, they, don't, they don't care what situation you're in. The streets, I got you. Come on. Mm. Mm. That's, uh, that's, that's a tough way to learn, right? And a tough way to live right there. That's a very, very oh, sure. uh, difficult way to live, man. But um, we got to do oh, – well, i tell you what. I bear my soul every week. Let me just say this. For me personally, and I'm not speaking for any other man, but probably one of the things that hurt me more than – now, I don't like to see my children sick or my wife sick or whatever, but one of the things that hurt me more than anything is when I can't provide for my family. That that oh, sure. that is that is a that is a ache and a pain that I don't even really know how to describe. I get so angry to where 
I, I, I mean, I get angry at myself. I get angry at life. I get angry at the way the world is set up, you know. And if you're not careful, you know, sometimes men, and I'm not making excuses for any of them because it's not right, but sometimes a real man will say, you know what, uh-uh. If I got to, if I got to work my fingers to the bone, I'll do whatever I got to do. But I'm gonna provide. If I don't have it, my family's gonna have it. You know. So for me, um, to not be able to provide um, for my son, if my one of my children come and ask for twenty dollars, you know, for a legitimate reason, um, and all I got is twenty dollars, and I was supposed to put a little gas in the car and, and get me some pork and beans for dinner, I'm gonna give him that twenty dollars. Because if he legitimately needs it, I gotta do that. I, I gotta, I gotta figure out a way. He don't have to figure it out. He's depending on me right now. And so, Absolutely. a lot of men, I think, what happens is when we can't provide, we're so hurt until we allow that to force us to do, you know, ungodly things. We'll start, start drinking and smoking and even selling what we're smoking. We'll, we'll do something, man, to try to feel like a man. I know me, like I was set up a wife. I'm going to get it because I can't. I can't bear that. I can't bear that. That 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 look, that that thought of you needing and, and not having. I can't. I'm I'm bad enough to admit that. That right there will kill me. I'm yeah, going to get. It. I, I, yeah, I can't. I can't handle that with myself. So you can. I mean. God knows he may not like my actions, but he knows my intentions is good. My heart is good. My heart is in the right place, but I got to go get it. So me and him, I had that talk about that later on. But right now, or before I even step out, I'm, I'm praying that you intervene because you know how I am. You know I'm going to get it. Mm-hmm. My family? Oh, bro, listen, I'm going to get it. You know, uh, a long time ago when men worked, uh, you know, factory jobs, and even in the fields or whatever, they would bring home, whether it was their paycheck or five pounds of, you know, rice or, you know, whatever they got, they'd bring it home to that wife. I mean, they'd just bring it home. They may, they may keep enough to <laughs> buy them a little bottle or something like that, but other than that, they would bring it home. That, that They understood, this is what I got to do. I got to... I gotta provide. I've, I've got to provide, and you know, again, I, I I don't feel like that you're a real man until you know uh, provision is um, a priority for you. Not being able to do it, um, you know, will almost destroy you. And being able to do it makes you feel like, I man, it's, I feel like I'm ten feet tall, man. When I when I'm able to provide for them, and not just for my children, but for my wife also. You know, uh, I I I feel like that's what I'm supposed to do. So every time, if I'm able to provide it, my wife has the unique ability to to take it and multiply it. In other words, if I bring home some flour and I bring home some sugar, before you know it, she's going to provide a cake. Likewise, if I provide her with sperm, she's going to give me a baby. So whatever I bring home, she has the ability to nurture it and multiply it and make it into something beautiful. So that's why I feel like, you know what, 
I don't blame her because if I don't give her anything to work with, then she don't work magic, you know. But if I can just give her the ingredients, boy, she know how to put them together. Boy, she know how to put them together. So, you know, I, I take that role seriously, man, uh, being able to provide. You know, when I go in the barbershop, uh, now when my kids were one year old, two years old, whatever, obviously I'd, I'd pay for them. But once they got old enough where they understood, you know, you got to pay to have your hair cut. Listen, go over there and pay for your hair cut. You do that yourself. You make sure you do that. You know, you want to tip them. This is how you do this or whatever. You know, I I take pride in that, man. Uh, showing my children how to shave. Uh, man, my boys how to shave. That's, man, you just don't know. That's, man, that, that that's, y'all call me a punk or whatever, boy. I, I feel good about that, man. I feel good about that. I provided something for them, showing them, teaching them how to drive, you know, um, talking to them about women, talking to them about, I mean, all those things, man, it's just, I take pride in that, you know. Uh, I feel like that's what makes me a man, you know. Also, the way that I treat my wife, the way that I love my wife, you know, being able to provide what she needs. And sometimes providing in that way means I just got to be a listening ear. I've got to be understanding. Sometimes I got to say, sometimes I got to say yes, even though I want to say no. You know, so that provision. Like, baby, you listening? Yeah. 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 I I got that one right there too. But you said that I ain't say that part. (laughs) But yeah, that's that's what it is when you talk about, you know, being a provider. We got. There's so much that we're required uh, to provide. And um, I guarantee if you've got a good woman, whatever you provide, man, she's going to perfect. And she's going to do something awesome with it. I know for a fact that, you know, uh, and boy, she, she can bear witness, you know, when I was in that, uh, when, I, when I was in that rut, um, it ain't no sleeping. What I'm sleeping for? I ain't dead night. You know what I mean? What, what I'm yeah. like, what am I eating for? I ain't dead now. I don't deserve to eat. I got to go get it. You know. Um, yeah. And it, and it and it took her to to keep me from destroying everything that we are now. You know what I mean? Because yeah, I'm like I'm about to make this phone call because I got to take care of my family. Period. And she said, well, what about what, what we going to do? What do you mean what y'all going to do? Y'all going to live. She said, if something happened to you, oh, oh, that's what you meant. Oh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, oh. That's, that's, that's what you meant. <laughs> that's what you meant. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. So, so being a provider is, is, is very important. And like I, like I said, my granddaddy taught me that. Yeah. Who who yeah. who taught me? This was the man that that taught me this. I, it wasn't just something that that. Well, maybe God did just put it in me. He just had, just hold it or polish it or what have you. But either way oh, it yeah. goes, it's here now, and you know I might not be able to attend all the games, but I promise you, all the games that you want to play, you're gonna be able to play because to the dead go. Gonna make it happen for you. Period. 
Well, um, again, I, I understand everything that you're saying, uh, and I will say this from a biblical standpoint. Um, once Adam and Eve was, you know, established in the garden and doing the thing and all that, um, Eve had her encounter with, you know, the, the enemy, and, uh, you know, for whatever reason, Eve and Adam both ate fruit uh, that they were told not to eat. But so something funny up. happened. Something very, very unique happened. Whenever God came back in the garden, he didn't say, Adam, and Eve, Adam, what have you done? He said, Adam, where are you? Why did he call Adam? Because it was Adam's responsibility. It was Adam's responsibility. What, what, there you go. Why, why, why didn't Adam walk up and say, hey, baby, uh, God told us not to eat from this part of the garden right here. You know, put that down. You know, uh, but baby, listen, I, I, I understand you want that. I, I know it looks good, but it's not the time for it right now. Let's let's talk. What, I mean, come on, man. She, she said, listen, Adam. She didn't say, Adam, I ate some of it. She said, yeah, Adam, try this. And Adam just ate it, you know, without putting up a fight, without anything. And so what Adam did was he put his own desire and his wife ahead of God. And we should never do that now. We should never, ever do that. In order for us to be the provider, we've got to have God as as our our leader. If we don't have that, we can't provide because so, otherwise we'll provide the wrong way. We don't have any moral conscience, man. So, so the reason God came and said, Adam, where are you? He was looking for him. He said, this is your responsibility. Right. So earlier, she, she 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 asked about my uh, I guess my priority how I prioritize you know uh, you know family and business and father and husband and all that <laughs> and and I I was listening I was listening but I'm just gonna give it because I I told her that you know listening to God was that was first above yeah. all. You know what I mean? Because I'm I'm being held accountable. You know what I mean? And let right. him guide the direction to be, you know, uh, uh, the best husband I could be, to be the best father I could be, businessman, and so on and so forth. You know what I mean? But it all starts there because as the head, in the event that some happened, because I listened directly from him, if something happened, I'm held accountable. And that could right. cause my family to go astray. You know what I mean? And I, I can't. Mm-hmm. I'm not willing to, to take that one. And and that's that's the way. That's the way that, for instance, if something goes wrong in the shop, they're not gonna go down there. You know, the cops not gonna come in there and say, "Let me speak to Joe Blow down here in chair number eight. He'll come looking for the owner. You know, uh, that's the way that's the way it works. Um, on any job, if the job doesn't get done, the the owner of the business uh, is going to come looking for the supervisor. They're not just going to look for just any employee. They're going to say, "Why haven't you gotten this done?" And it's likewise, whenever we um, are in a family or whatever, God holds that man accountable. But then, uh, you know, that man needs to hold that woman accountable. And when I say hold her accountable, okay, let's just look at it now. Uh, what was the woman missing? Apparently, 
uh, some communication, some companionship. Why did she have to talk to the enemy? Maybe it was because Adam wasn't talking to her. So if Adam had been talking to her, maybe she wouldn't have talked to the enemy. If she didn't talk to the enemy, she wouldn't have eaten the fruit. If she don't eat the fruit, she don't let him taste, Adam taste it, and now everybody's good. But so, you know, I'm not making an excuse for the woman. I wasn't there. I'm just saying, they were, why does she have to talk to somebody else? Why why does she have to go and talk to, to, to you know, to this to this other person? Why couldn't other she guy. have the same conversation with, you know, why she couldn't have this conversation with her husband? Here is she talking on she talking about scripture with the enemy and had never have mentioned it with her own husband. What's up with that? What's up with that? So, you know, I'm not saying she was forced, but she was missing something. And a lot of times in marriage and a lot of times in relationship, you know, that communication piece is the biggest part. And so the woman goes out looking for just somebody to talk to, you know, uh, or whatever. And unfortunately, um, Sometimes she ends up talking to the wrong person that, you know, will lead her astray. So uh, there's a lot in it, man. But, yeah, we got to be that provider. So sometimes that means being a listening ear. Sometimes we got to correct. Sometimes we got to say, I'm sorry. Sometimes we got to, you know, you know, caress them. We, there's a whole lot we got to do, you know, as a provider. So, you know, uh, good night, baby. My little my daughter just came in and hugged me and said good night. This is an every night thing. I mean, it's been going on. I don't know that I, you know I, she's always done it. She, she it, that that's, that's she. I ain't gonna say she's gotta have it, but she depends on that. And when she don't get that, I like to think she don't sleep well. You know, so you know I provide that. Just a hug. Good night, baby. Love you. And once I get off this line, I'll go in there and. uh you know, make sure she's covered up, give her a kiss on the cheek or whatever, and she'll probably be asleep. But I provide that for her. You know, my boys, I, I provide a, you know, one of them, he, we got we got to talk three, four times a day. He might call in from college and say, these women down here, good God. He said, man, I'm tired of window shopping. You know, well, I got to provide the boy. You know, hey, bro, look, look, <laughs> look, you can't afford two shops. You know, you shopping is expensive. You, Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, being a provider, man, is a um, it's a responsibility that I, you know, we shouldn't take lightly. And again, my greatest pain, I think, is not being able uh, to provide. Looking in their eyes, and you know, I know there's some things they got to wait on, but the things that they need, when I can't give it to them, man, it just they keep a brother up at that. I'm like you. I don't want to go to sleep. Get Go out and do something. Go out and make sure the sun come up or something. Do something. I'm trying to, I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you, yeah. Jack. Mm-hmm. Monica, let me ask so, you, 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 you. Go ahead. You get ready I was to actually about it. to ask you a question. <laughs> so the okay. one of the things that we, we had talked about is um, when you are that provider, there are certain mm-hmm. sacrifices that have to be made on from your part and your wife's part and on the family part. Um, so, for instance, with with my husband, he's out of the house at least ten hours a day, five days uh, five days a week, and then on that sixth day of the week, he's out of the house for you know eight hours a day. So that takes him away 
more, um, especially from the kids, because the day that he's off, they're in daycare and school. So how does that, you know, like how does that sit with you when, well, what are your thoughts about the sacrifices that have to be made in within a family and husband and wife in order to make sure that you can do what you need to do to provide? That's a that's a really good question, and and, uh, and I'm gonna tell you something. I think one of the worst things we can do is say that there's just one model that we have to follow. In other words, uh, for me, okay, I I don't miss my kids' games. All right, I I just I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be there at at the games. Okay, but I can't say for your husband he's wrong for not being there. The 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 job that I have allows me, I have that flexibility to be able to say so. So in other words, with the with the job that he has or the business that he has, uh, you know, if he doesn't run that business, then the kid can't play the ball in the sports because, you know, uh, that's where the provision comes from. So I think it's uh, something that the husband and wife have to sit down and, and agree on and, and include that kid so that they will have um, a complete understanding, you know, um, of that. But I also think that, you know, occasionally, like, for instance, uh, with your husband, okay, uh, occasionally, you know what, uh, I'm going to surprise him. I'm just going to show up at a game. I'm going to make sure that, that that I'm there. So, in other words, what I'm saying is we the one thing we can't do is compare one situation to another and say this is the way it has to be done. I've heard a couple saying, listen, as long as one of us is there, that's what matters. You know, um, I'm slow. I want to take my wife on a trip, for instance. I'd love to just take her. There's a couple of places I'd really like to take her. The problem with it is, okay, our kids are, well, uh, they're still kind of young. But the problem that I have with it is that, okay, if I take, if we go on a trip, it's going to take us a 15-hour flight away. Okay, if the plane goes down, my kids can be without both their parents. So, in other words, rather than we go anywhere, you know, too far away, the both of us, one goes or the other goes, but not both of us, well, that works for us, but that may not work for you guys. So I think you have to sit down, you have to communicate, and you have to figure out what does my child need, what does my family need, what does my wife need, okay, is the, uh, is money you know, uh, a top priority. Do 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 we have to have that? Is uh, you know, is education important? What is what is so that we'll know what sacrifices that we do have to make. Um, mm-hmm. In my profession and in my calling, I would love to go out and um, you know get some more training and get um, you know more education concerning ministry. I really would, but I refuse to do it at the expense. How do I look going? trying to get a, a, a degree in theology when my children are just trying to get a degree, period, so that they'll be able to better provide for their families when they get one. So I'm not going to compete with my children. I'm going to make sure, you know what, I can sacrifice so that they will have. So I think it's all about communication. I think it's all about, you know, uh, what's needed in the individual families and, um you know, and then take comfort and take pride in knowing that we're doing what's best, you know. And uh, and it is uncomfortable sometimes because it's like, uh, 
you know, I'd really like to sit here and just watch TV right now, but no, nah, my my child needs this time. I, I got to give that to him. So um, I don't know. That's just how I see it. Okay. So for for me, I think that you 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 know you hit it, you hit it on the head as far as you know the communication has to be had. You got to talk about it, uh, because without communication, there there can't be any understanding. That way, we'll be on the same page. And I'm not just just missing it for the sake of missing it. I can see if I'm just missing it, just sitting at home. You know, missing it because of work. Uh, so the communication has to be had so that all parties are on the same page. You know, uh, that's key in all. In, in all, you know what I mean. Having 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 talks, and it will be uncomfortable, but you got to have those talks. And you're right; it is uncomfortable because um, you know a lot of times. People will, you know, other kids will say, or maybe other women will say, well, you know, Pastor Robinson, he's always, he's at all his kids' games. It don't make sense. You're never there. Well, it's wrong. One of the things I will not do, I will not allow, and I say one of them, I don't appreciate it. You know, and my wife, she did, rarely, if ever, she does this, but don't compare me to another man. Don't say I should be doing this like him or, you know, whatever. Don't, don't do that. Don't, don't. You know, you want that Negro, you go get him, but don't do not do that. So a lot of women, they'll say, well, your, your husband is, uh, my husband don't do what you do. Well, baby, I ain't yours. Our household is set up differently. You know, you got to sit down and find out what does your wife need? What what does your children need? And uh, a lot of times we don't want to do that. We just want to tell them, do it like you see him doing it. No, <laughs> no, don't, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. So um, that's a hard conversation to have, though. That's a hard conversation to have. That is a very hard conversation to have. But it needs to be where they understand it. They they really need to understand it. Um, you know, I don't think that the conversation is as hard to have as it is the acceptance part of it, if that makes sense, you know, because, you know, the way our household runs, um, <clears throat> yeah, we can talk about it and it, it sounds great. And when we first talked about, you know, opening the shop and um, and doing, you know, running the business, I, I told my husband, you know, I looked at him and I said, you know, yeah, we're opening a shop, but I want you to understand that your money doesn't replace you. I married you, mm-hmm. not you know, not the shop, not the money, not the. I married you. So if at any point, you know, those lines get blurred, where you 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 making the money, so let me just send you on vacation. I'm like no, yeah, I'm not going on vacation by myself just because you can afford it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. So we we had those conversations, and and so here we are, fast forward. Um, It works. I think the hardest part for me was accepting the fact that, you know, he's going to be out of the household most of the time, and then there's some things that, you know, I need to get done, and they have to wait until he gets gets home 
Like right now, one of his babies crying. <laughs> He's just a little hard. Nah, that's the best part about being away. <laughs> uh, but no, it's, it, 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 it works. Uh, you know, that's kind of like, you know, I, I can't tell you the last time I had a Saturday off. Well, I can tell you the time, but I can't tell you the the day. Uh, it was my grandfather's funeral. And that was the one. That's the only time I remember having a Saturday off in like it's so long. Because just like you said, that's 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 my career. You know, right? Would I like to be there? Sure, but if I'm I, if I'm not gonna be there, hundred percent because I'm too busy thinking about work. Shit, I was trying. They had to tell me to take off on my, on my wedding day. Yeah, some, hey, somebody got to pay these bills. You know what I mean? And I actually told him he could go to work for a few hours. Oh, God. <laughs> he could go for a few hours. But, you know, when it comes to just accepting, like, when I was, when we talked earlier, as a, and you had said something that we were talking about a, a little bit earlier, about a woman, as a single woman, or a single mom, I said that she can do a good job providing. Well, or you know, you said she would survive. So as a single woman, you know, you can do a good job surviving. But then, when you become married, that not that your role changed, but that role of you being the number one, it, it's kind of diminished because your husband, you know, right. steps in. So right. yeah. when you have to come to accept that, and like I told my husband earlier, where, you know, as a single woman, I would be worried about if I lost my job or if, you know, if I didn't have any income coming in. Well, as a wife, I'm not so much as worried about that now because I understand that his role is to provide, um, especially when it comes to that aspect. Now I'm still a wife and I'm still a mom, so I still have a job to be done. But when it comes to my work place, um, it's a little different. So honestly, the acceptance of that is hard within itself. When when you've been, I guess, um, programmed to be independent or be self-sufficient. Yeah, your season changes. It's kind of like if uh, a couple gets married, okay, they've been by themselves for three, four, five years, then all of a sudden a baby, you know, is born. Okay, now that baby is in the picture. The seasons change now. You're no longer, you know, um, you're no longer, you know, just uh, a married couple anymore. Now your parents. And you've got to make an adjustment to uh, that addition. So when you come in and you were, you know, quote unquote, uh, surviving is what I call it. Uh, some people call it providing. So when you go into that role, now you got to understand. Okay, I did what I had to do for that season, but now let me take a step back. Because if not, all of a sudden now it's going to be a competition. Anytime you compete, somebody's going to lose. You know. Uh, and, and you don't want to do that. So um, 
when two people come together, I mean, I've never figured this out. Okay, you got a job, I got a job, all right? I'm paying for my car, my house, my life, and you're doing the same thing in your life. Then we come together, and now all of a sudden we have problems, but we got two incomes. You know, it it doesn't make sense. That means we're not handling this thing properly because it's not supposed to be more difficult once you get, you know, in a marriage and with a family. It's supposed to get, I guess you would say, somewhat easier, you know, if everybody would just flow into their role and do what needs to be done. So uh, a lot of times the kids will go astray because they're not being provided the, the guidance or the correction or I don't know the love that they're getting. So now the kid's in jail, you got to spend money on that. Or maybe you're trying to give the kid everything and you're not there to give it to them, and now the kid's spoiled and, you know, that throws the family in, in flux. Or maybe the babysitter's raising the kids and neither one of the parents are doing that. You know, it, it, we got to find that balance. we got to find out this is your role, this is my role, this is our needs, and this is how we got to do this thing because uh, it's think, not supposed to be this hard. Yeah, so right. I think that also, you know, we got to be mindful of, of how how this thing flows, you know what I mean? Like, we're married. You're, you're my wife, you know. Uh, and I say that intentionally with emphasis on, on my. So it's not because we have kids. It's not that, – that part isn't compromised. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm going to need y'all to uh, – <laughs> To take y'all ass to bed because mommy and daddy uh, need some adult time, you know, <laughs> um, and and that becomes, you know, we we have kids, you know, that kind of diminish a bit, and you gotta, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because they're in the bed more than you are, you know what I mean? It's like damn, you know, every time I turn over, I'm rolling on the top of a damn kid. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, brother. Keep going, man. It don't sound like it. It don't sound like you sorry. But it's, oh I'll wait till you're done. Because I see you, uh, you took a peek over there. I'm finished, brother. Go ahead. I'm just saying, bro. Like, you know, it, it's, it's just one of those things where you're still, because especially a new in new uh, marriages where, you know, they, they and, and I've had this conversation a million times in the shop where guys are like, man, how you how you doing, man? Like, how you get rid of your kids? I'm like, shit, you don't until they move out. Because they right there. Every time you turn around, they right there. I go to the bathroom. I'm right there. Daddy, love you. Uh, love you too. Daddy, what you doing? I'm shitting. What are you what you what it look like I'm doing, you know? There is no time alone that you get once you're married. Once kids come along. That's all I'm But again that 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 season changes. Okay, you're in the house by yourself. It's you and your 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 wife, okay. Uh where I'm from, a lot of the old people call it this. They say, Well, you can play butt chase all day long. You just run throughout the house, you ain't got to have nothing on Grab the pole that's in the bedroom, the bathroom, 
wherever y'all got poles at, chandeliers, just grab them. You know, but then once the baby comes, okay, now, you know, everything can't be this long, drawn out, you know, you put up the candles and bring out some flowers and play the, uh, Luther and all this other stuff. Now you just got to, you, you ain't got time to that was baby talk. That's right, baby sleep. <laughs> we got to do this with SpongeBob right quick, you know, <laughs> and and get over with. So the season, the season, the season has changed, baby. And so you go from uh, romance all night long to uh, you know uh, Dougie Fresh six minutes, six minutes Dougie Fresh your own, whatever, man. You got the and and that's what you you know. Again, the season changes. The season just changes, and sometimes. When we don't adapt to the new season, you know, uh, then it affects our provision. It really does. It it, it affects it a lot. So, um, <laughs> you know, this is a conversation that um, really needs to be had because by the time you finish with all the kids and all the work and the whole day, you land in the bed and you kind of like, well, your, your hand feels good, but I don't have no energy and neither do you. And, you know, hey, that's just the way it is. But you know what? Goes back to the communication. We won't talk about it. We won't say, "Look, something is something's not right in this." You know, we'll go out there and get old, just something a belly warmer, as the slave owners used to call them. You know, just something to lay on top of. That's not right. That's not right. So. We got a lot of conversations that need to be had concerning um, being a provider, because being a provider means you know what. First and foremost, I got to be a, 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 the head of this thing, and then number two, providing means you got to be there. You you can't just don't don't send me my um, don't send me my 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 check. Bring it in there. You know, uh, I need you to be there you know, as much as possible. And then, you know, beyond that, man, I, I need you to listen. I need you to protect me. I need you to understand me. I need you to respect me uh, and all those things. All of that's part of uh, provision. So it, it's a lot. It, it really is a lot. And I'm not going to blame just the um, woman or just the man. I'm just going to blame the fact that, you know, none of us have really communicated and said, you know, how can I provide for you if I really don't know what you need? You got to tell me sometimes what you need. You know, God himself came out, and this is what he said in the Bible. He said, this is the way you love me. He said, love me with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. That's the way the Lord said he wanted to be loved. And a lot of times a woman won't say, well, this is what I need. I know you can't get me a dozen roses, but if you can get me a rose petal once a year, I really would appreciate it. And if the man said, well, listen, I know you can't get no negligee, but if you just take them grandma, grandmama drawers off and throw them in the corner, I'd appreciate that. Something, man. Just we got we to gotta communicate and say, this is what I need, you know. And, and I can provide it better if I don't have to figure it all out, you know. So this is a big subject, brother. Big subject. You know, big, huge subject. We, were, we, were, we were talking about um, – some time ago, and I, I, in fact, I think I was about to buy my motorcycle. And my wife was like, "Look, this, that, two, and the third. And she, when she told me, it was like, I mean, that shit was heavy. 
And uh, from that day to this one, I've never forgotten. I never will. And I, she was like, you know, I've been in a situation where I didn't have. I don't want to go back to that situation. I said, baby, you would never, ever be in that situation. So said, so done. So those, you know, we have little cues or little little things that that stick to little sticky notes in our in our mind as a man that you will hold on to. So yeah, I might not make it to the game, but I'm gonna make sure that that y'all are comfortable. You know, that's my sacrifice because I don't ever want you to be back in that situation. I don't ever want you to feel like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. As long as I got some breath, baby, look, <laughs> I'm going to get it. Well, I admire, I admire her for saying, listen, I don't want to live like that, you know. And, you know, my wife, in essence, says the same thing. But, and that's the pain of it right there. Okay, she'll say it, but I'm like, okay, I got to go get it. But then I know what I've been called to do. So it's like, okay, do I, am I faithful to what I've been called to do? Or do I just go out here and get 17 jobs and make this thing happen? So, you know, there's a balance right there, too, that you have to, um, you know, understand. Well, so it's hard. I don't, I, don't, I don't even care. It's just hard, man. It's, it's really, really, really hard. And that's why it's important to be married to the right person because if you're not, you know, the strain and the stress, becomes a bit much and uh you know you just you you'll you'll buckle underneath it. So um it's rough but I you know conversations like this really do help. And I'm sure somebody's listening that um you know that's dealing with some of this. Some somebody may be just coming into this thing and saying, you know, how do I find that balance? You know, I've had a lady ask my wife um last week I think it was, she just had her first baby. And uh, he's a musician, very skilled musician. He teaches music. Um, she's a very accomplished um, nurse. I mean, uh, both of them are degreed individuals, doing very well, going rock climbing and going on uh, long cruises and excursions. And now they got a baby, and they're trying to figure out, hey, we were sleeping eight hours a night. Now we got to wake up every two hours, you know. And and yeah. now they you know, coming to work late. I mean, coming to church late and things like that. She asked my wife, "How do you do it with four kids? I don't understand how you do it. I I, I just don't I just don't get it, you know. So when I feel like I'm struggling where I am, I look at where they are and say, you know what? I've been there and I've accomplished that, but I need to know how to handle where I am right now. So it's it's uh, stages in this thing. But um was it is. you know, yeah, it, it really is. It's it's seasons in this thing, man, and we gotta uh there's some things that Monica can tell somebody that she's already uh, overcome. There's things that you can tell somebody and say, Hey man, look, you know, this is how you gotta do this. We gotta train the trainer, man. We gotta keep doing that. And um and uh, you know, keep moving forward and um you know, one day we'll be sitting on the porch. <laughs> hey, boy, I, when I was your age, I used to knock them dead. I ain't got to do nothing no more. Just sit on the porch, you know, but not there quite yet. Well, I know when, you know, 
did we do that? I was we was at the drive in one night and y'all just had a baby. I'm like, look, bro, keep him out of bed with you, man. Keep him out of bed. And it was just <laughs> he just started laughing, bro. He's like, I know, but that's 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 how it is. If I, if I ain't got nothing else for you, I got that for you. Keep him out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you. I, I think you need counseling. <laughs> I think you need. Bro, hey man, oh, I'm telling you, oh, man. My God. Listen, bro. These kids, they you wake up, they have them. They, they one man, one of my son, he laid up there, what behind the pillows? How you get behind the pillows? Cause that's his spot. <laughs> You know, bro. You know the, the problem of it is, to be honest, you jealous of that baby. That baby where you want to be. Sleeping good. And sleeping good. I can't sleep good because you under me sleeping good. I hear you, brother. And you and you don't fit in the crib, do you? You can't go. You can't go jump in the baby's crib. And I barely fit in the bed. <laughs> Talking about man. <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. That's all right, man. Hey, look. Yeah, hey, you, you get creative, though. You figure out a way at a time, boy. You figure, man, yeah. You get you get creative or whatever. But you know what? It's a season. It really is a season. And, and you know, uh, being a provider, you know, when that time comes to where your body says, look, I got to, I got to, we got to make this work. Cause I'm not going to work like this or whatever, whatever. You know what? Some kind of way, um, you know, you'll make it happen. So <laughs> you, you, you don't kill you. I promise you that. It won't, it won't kill you at all. But it's, it's just again, seasons change, man, and we don't know how to change with seasons. We like to um, uh, get comfortable with something and stay with it forever, and that's not the way life is. It's just not the way life is. So um, we've got to learn to. You know, keep that line of communication open to say, okay, now I've got a new job or, you know, I've got to work three hours a day or I'm working from home or I'm teaching children or, you know, um, you know, in my house it's the exact opposite from you. You're out eight to ten hours a day. Then guess what? My wife is out from, I don't know, 7 o'clock, 7.30 in the morning until uh, 6 o'clock in the evening, you know, and that's uh, five days a week. So when she comes home, guess what? Everybody wants dinner, and she wants to sit down and just, you know, just relax for a minute. Okay, so we have to figure out, okay, now we want her to cook because they don't want me to cook. Okay, so she said, well, I can do this, that, and the other. We we found out, okay, we're going to have sandwiches tonight. We're going to have salad tonight. We're going to do, you know, that's working a little bit better. But guess what? Now, one thing that we can do, we can keep the dishes washed. I mean, how hard is it when you got a dishwasher? You know, so you can keep the dishes washed. You can keep take the garbage off. Uh, you can put some, uh, you know, towels in the washing machine or dryer. At least you got a clear place to do what she's got to do. So, uh, you know, we got to understand those seasons, though. We really have to and respect what the other's doing because, you know, it's not hard. It's not easy being away as much as you are away. But it's also not easy staying in the house, you know. So I don't know that one is more important than the other. Both of them carries equal weight. So what Monica does 
and what you do, uh, your family wouldn't be the same without either one of you doing those things. Oh, that's for sure. I mean, she is, she is, you know, MVP, you know, you know, hands down. You know, I just, I'm just an auxiliary, you dig? I'm just making sure that the balls are pumped up for her to shoot, you dig? That's the best stuff you do. Well, as long as that works for your house and that, you know, you and your wife are good, good with that, then, you know, you keep working that. But, if you know, if they ever say, I need something more, then, you know, maybe the season is changing. Because guess what? Your kids are not going to stay small forever. I mean, it's just a matter of time, man, before um, they'll have other interests. And then it's like, you know, now we got to make another adjustment, you know. You'll be buying a car for your oldest son. You know, it won't be that much longer. You'll be buying a car for him. You know, he'll <laughs> get his get his permit right. and all of that. So, like that's hell, a whole another issue right there. Like hell, I ain't buying his car. He 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 buying his car. <laughs> he he putting it on his car. No sir. There you go. If I buy it, if I buy it, I'm gonna take. I'm end up taking care of it. No sir, I will not do it. <laughs> well, you you go you gonna show him how to do it. I guarantee you that you're gonna you're gonna show him how to take care of it and take the oil and 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 take it to the shop and do what he's supposed to do. You gotta provide that. Uh, I'm trying to show him how to go get his own car. <laughs> let's start with that. <laughs> like, we we skipping that part. Yeah, and again, it won't be long because uh, uh, what is, what is it? He's got to be what 15 now, somewhere around in there. So he's going on 14. Okay, yeah, he won't be much longer, man. Won't man, be much longer. That, that cat, there, boy, I swear, he's something else. He think he go his first car gonna be a damn Bentley. Man. Oh, they all do. <laughs> they, 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 they all do. But uh, I'm gonna get you a Bentley, but it's gonna have a remote control to it. <laughs> there you go. That's it. You wait on me to buy it. Mm-hmm. Why, do you have any more questions? No, no. I think that um, Pastor had said earlier, you know, when, you, when you're single and you, you got the, the man paying his bills and the woman paying his bills, and then you come together and, you know, things get all messed up. Uh, one thing that came to mind when he said that was, um, it was a conversation that you and I had had a while ago, and it was about family, but it was we're all supposed to be a family, but we still operate like we're individuals. And I think that sometimes right. that's what happens when couples get married. I'm not saying that you have to get the same bank account and things like that, but you still operate as individuals. Well, he do what he want to do with his money, and I do what I want to do with mine, but nobody's paying the bills. Mm. You know, instead of saying, you know, well, here, like how much you got or here's what the bill is. And, you know, we, we pull together to get this bill paid and then we divvy everything else up. They don't do that. Uh, and not it, even when um, it it's an adjustment period, you know, we had to go through an adjustment period to figure out the dynamics of things especially with one being self-employed and then one, you know, like being on a, not a fixed income, but, you know, that salary, so to speak, um, 
you have to figure, you have to go through that adjustment period in order to make things work. And I think that sometimes husband and wife, you know, because they don't want to have the conversation, they miss that. And so that's how things start to go south. Um, as far as, you know, being the, the provider, again, you know, it's from a, a woman's aspect, we, we, we walk into these relationships or walk into a situation, I think we expect the wrong thing. We expect, um, I don't know, I think our expectations are, um, they're out of line. We expect, or or some expect, um, like a, a companion or just a, we expect the financial aspect part of it without the protection part of it, or we expect the, you know, we don't expect to have the provision the way that it was discussed tonight on the phone. And so I think wow. the false expectation, um, you know, it's like went through singles ministry and I remember they were commenting there and, and one young lady had spoken up saying, I don't need a man to work. I can work and take care and, and make my own money. I, I need somebody at home to cook and, you know, clean my house because I don't like doing that. Um, yeah. Well, you want a maid. You don't want a husband. You want a maid because that's not, you know, how you somebody do that because the people, their jobs to be had for those, for what you want done. Um, so we walk into it with a false sense of expectations, and then when you get, you know, somebody like like my husband or yourself, who is a provider, who's going to get out there and make things happen, um, it's it's a shock, you know, and and it's not necessarily because it's not what they expect. They don't know how to handle it, so they don't know how to appreciate it. And then I think that that's where problems come in because we start to nitpick. Well, you don't do this and you don't take the trash out. Well, you don't vacuum the floor, you know, but it's a work 10 hours a day. You know, I don't do chores. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to come home. I'm not going to work 10 hours a day and come home and back in the floor when you've been sitting here all day or, or you got off at four or what have you, you know. So I think that um, I think that it boils down to communication, but for the single ladies or even the married ladies who are who's listening, we got to kind of change our expectations. we got to kind of understand um, what the role of the husband really is. Because what we see on TV is not the reality. And what we think we want is not what God intended for them to be. I think I want to piggyback on that because I know my wife married married me, boy. Her, hey, hey, I got you now. But we had, that was was a, a job in itself just to, you know, um, as because of now I got to think like a husband instead of thinking like, you know, the dude in the streets, the single dude in the streets, I'm going to get it. You know what I mean? But it was like, now you got, you got to think about the right way. You got to think about, you know, how to make it back home. You got to think about, 
you know, dot, 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 because you have, you know, wife at home, you got kids at home, you got family who depend on you, you got, you know, so much to where you can't be selfish. You can't think about you anymore. It's not about you anymore. That that you should have set had had to be set aside. Now it's about us. It's about them. You know what I mean? For me, first and foremost, it's about them. And and while I hear everything that you're saying, um, there's, there's one scripture, and this is what it says. You know, once once the husband and wife comes together, it said they're no longer two, but they become one. And so, mm-hmm. you know what. Basically, that means is, you know what, um, okay, the only way I can explain it is like this. When a woman gets pregnant, um, the doctor would tell her, you got to be mindful of what you eat. You know, you just can't just eat anything, okay? There's a good possibility that if Monica eats something that's extremely spicy, it's going to be spicy to that baby also. So she's Mm -hmm. eating for two. And so whenever you're making plans, you got a plan for two. Whenever you, uh, you, you know, whatever you're doing, you're doing it for two now. You can't just say this is what I want, and that, and you know, we don't make that that adjustment when we don't uh, say, well, you know what, I can stay out as long as I want. I can shop as long as much as I want to shop. It, it doesn't work like that any longer. And like Monica was saying about some of the the women, you know, okay. You're married now, so guess what? If we all would start to live, you see, there's an order to this thing. God made man, God made woman, and then God, in order to be a husband and wife, you've got to be a man or a woman first. But once you become husband and wife, I'm not going to say stop being man and woman, but understand you're husband and wife now. you got to think like it. you got to live like it. you got to, you know, operate like it. Everything you do, you have to take them into consideration. And a lot of times we don't do that. Like Monica said, we want to go into it and some of them want to get married and say, now that I'm married, I don't ever want to work again. Or I don't want you to pay none of my bills. I'll take care of my bills, but you clean the house and you cook. You know, you don't you don't get to pick and choose all those things like that. You just got to be flexible to say whatever is needed because, um, you know, God created us. The wife is supposed to be a help me. So if I don't have the money to pay the light bill or the water bill or whatever, I can get my little feelings hurt. But if if, if I'm $50 short and she got $50, you know what? If she don't give me that $50, all of us going to be in the dark. And we got to understand that, man. So we just got to start working together. We got to stop with these unrealistic expectations and understand what we've been given. You know, we've been given somebody to work with us not work against us, you know. Uh, so when you get your check and you say, that's my check, I don't know about that. I, I don't, you know, everybody do it the way they need to do it. You can keep your money, she can keep her money, and uh, when the bills are due, if y'all come together and pay them, that's fine. Or if you put it in one account, that's fine. Whatever works for you, you know. But you still need to understand that, okay, if you keep separate accounts, okay, if that woman come to you and says, you know, I need some gas money. She shouldn't have to beg you for no yeah, what you do with your check. Come on now. Come on, brother. You know, let's get this thing right. So whatever method you choose, just remember that scripture, the two shall become one. She shouldn't have to 
you know, um, uh, cook for you every night. And then she's like, I don't like home cooking. I, I like to eat out. No, you know, it, it's time to make an adjustment now. You know, it's time to sit down, talk this over, and say, what works best for this household? And uh, we don't want to live like we're one. We want to keep living like we're separate individuals. Well, I need this. I need my girlfriend time. Well, I hear you. I, I hear you. I know you need some time away, but remember you are married now. You know, so it's a lot that goes into all of this. And um, I don't think anybody should go into it um, unadvisedly or <laughs> – I just had a wedding on on Saturday, so it's still fresh in my mind. You 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 need to be, you need to know all this stuff before you go in. You need to understand. You know, it don't make you weaker. Marriage should make us all better. But again, we keep acting and living like we're individuals instead of, you know, uh, that one that we we talk about. You know what's funny, Pastor? So, you know, I don't I haven't eaten beef and pork because. In almost twenty years, and uh, she was like, "Oh, you know, this is that twenty third I said, "Well, yeah." She like, "I'm about to cook it separate. You know, cook your food separate." I'm like, "Nah, we'll. Why cook two two meals? You know what I mean?" So she actually stopped eating beef and pork. You know what I mean? She wow. like, like we go cook we cook one meal and yeah. that's how it was. And I was just like, damn like versus keeping ego in her ego in check and say, you know, I'm gonna do this, we'll just spend extra money cooking two meals. Right. We'll just do it, you know, the one way and, and it, could have some healthy benefits to it, you know, what have you. But yeah, I thought that was like that was the best thing, smoking, man. It was like, damn, like I know that's a lot to ask because you know, you go to restaurants and ask, no, this, they're like, what? You don't want that? But she was just like, well, this is what we'll do. I was like, damn. I never well, told her that, that. that that kind of blew me away, but that blew me away. Well, I mean, you think about that, man. I mean, honestly, at that sacrifice like that, I mean, she didn't have to um, to do that. But, again, that's what um, marriage is about. It's about the give and the take. It's about working together. Uh, and I'm sure there's some things that maybe you've given up that, uh, you know, that, that has brought her some type of pleasure or something like that. Or if it hasn't, if it hasn't happened as of yet, you know, if something does come up, you know, you shouldn't be as hard to deal with now because for me personally, um, my wife to lay down and have my children. When I say my children, I know they're hers also, but she sacrificed her, you know, her life, man. She, I mean, that's, she could have died doing that, man. To give me kids, man, come on. That, that's, that's, that's awesome to me. That's, She's that's a tremendous far. sacrifice for me. Yeah. So, you know, but then how many times, Honestly, as men, do we say that to them? You know what I'm saying? Now, I just said it, and you just said it's the first time you told your wife. Should we not have told them that? Should we not have told them, you know, those things a couple of years ago or whatever, whatever, you know? Um, 
that's what we got to get, man. That's what we mean about being a provider. We got to provide them with that appreciation. You know, we got to provide them with that um, um, that type of stimulation because the only way we can stimulate them is sexually. Bro, we in trouble because there are a lot of Negroes out there can do that. You know, got to be able to give them something that somebody, everybody can't give them. We really do. So um, this is an interesting topic, man. I don't know if this is a one-week deal right here, but, uh, again, no, this provision- definitely got, we definitely got to follow up next week because that's, that's, that's crazy. This is I, – I initially – I said that it was going to hit home. I thought it was going to activate and aggravate some people, and this is exactly what it has done. Oh, I'm sure. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of people have a lot of questions and I would love to know what the questions are so that we can um you know, do our best to at least open op- open up the discussion, you know. I'm not gonna say we have all the answers, but you know, we're giving we're giving our truth. And um, you know, somebody that's just starting out, this may be an inspiration to them. Somebody that's dealing with it right now, this may point them in the right direction. Because I know helping, uh, uh, talking about it, is, is that's part of the healing process. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm going to tell you. So today, my only day off is today. My son wanted a swing set. My partner came over. He helped about an hour and a half. And he 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 left. I'm out here by myself getting it. My wife came out there. So you need some. Like yeah, I can use a hand. I'm thinking she about to send my son. Here she come down there. What you need me to do? Uh, just stand there. Or here, matter of fact. But it was just the willingness that she came out there and got her hands dirty. She could have sent the boy out there, but she came out there to get dirty with me. She when when she left, she brought me food. All this. Is what I mean by her role is just as important as mine. You know that support yep. is is unmeasurable. You know you can't find it. You can't beat that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I understand, and and that's the thing, man. You know we gotta appreciate what they do, but then they gotta, you know, again respect what we do, and um, you know. Um, one of another one of my crazy examples is, you know, a lot of times I get ready to fix something in the house, and what I'll do is uh, I'll grab two or three chairs and put them on top of each other and stand on them. Well, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to use them as a ladder, but chairs weren't meant to be used as ladders. So, so when I fall, Absolutely. now I'm mad, but, you know, it was never supposed to be like that. Well, my wife wasn't supposed to be. My wife's not a man, you know. I don't expect her to go out there and, you know, nothing wrong with her changing your tire. You know, she know how to do it. That's cool. But you know what? If it needs to be but, changed, I'm going to change it. Triple A going to change it. You know, I don't, you know, I, nothing wrong with her doing it. I, I'm not trying to be this chauvinist or anything like that. But you know what? That that ain't that ain't what I, I ain't marry you for that. I don't need your hands as tough as mine. I don't need that. Rub my right. face and cut my stuff up? No, man. <laughs> like saying, people. <laughs> well, no, I think as, yeah. 
as as the queen, you know what I mean? Like you you gotta not necessarily know your role, right? Because you can do whatever it is that you set out to do. Yeah. But as the queen, as the queen, like you're you're not like any other woman anymore. You the queen. Like in my opinion, like shit, cars should be stopping for you. Like you should just be able to walk right across, like you you my queen, so that's how that's how it's gonna be. You know what I mean? I'll go pump the gas for you. You need gas, I'll go get the gas. You need the oil change, I'll go get it or whatever the case may be. But you don't need to be out there doing it. I hear you and I guarantee you that you just ruffle a lot of feathers because a lot of women feel like, well, you know what? Uh, uh, I don't need him. I don't need to depend on him. Like maybe you're not depending on you. Maybe I'm just. Lo- maybe I just love you like that. Maybe that's what it is. You know. Um, I said to the women in the singles ministry one time, I don't know the last time my wife put gas in the car. Well, it's not that she don't know how to. She's do not it. capable. Right. That that's not that it's not that's the least bit. You know, she knows exactly how to do it. But as long as I got breath in my body. You know what? I'm going to make sure when she get in it, you know, uh, they're going to be gas in it because I don't want her stopping. I don't want her going by ATMs at night. I don't want her and the kids being, no, I don't want that. So I feel like that's one of my ways of providing, you know, is uh, protecting her. You know, so I'm not saying she can't do it. I'm not not saying that at all, you know. Plenty of times she's done it, but – she don't have to do it like she did when she was single. And a lot of women, this is my car, and this is blah, 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 and on and on. You know, come on now. Come well, on That's the ego thing. That's the ego. Check yeah. that. Like, my wife can open doors, but she better not. <laughs> when I'm with you, she, she knows. Who? Who? Listen, I don't care where we at. I don't care what the weather is. I'm opening that door, bro. And I got my hand out. If you need help climbing up in there or getting down, my hand is out. And see, a lot of women will hate her just because you love her. She know how to open the door, but women will hate her all because of the way she's being loved, you know. And, it's again, it goes back to that, you know, providing. You know, that's your way of showing her, look, I love you. I got you. You know, I I, I got you. Um, I told my children, my boys, Okay, listen. If I buy this grocery, guess what? I'm gonna pull up to the to the house. I ain't taking out a bag. You going to get it? You know, if I if I, if I purchase it, you can carry it. And she better not carry it either. You know. And again, that's not saying she can't do it. That's not saying she's too good for that. But no, dude. You you know what? You you gotta you gotta provide that that guidance and that example that they need. That woman that worked all day. Got to go to the store and get the stuff, then bring it out of the car, then cook it, and then tell you uh, it's ready, and then fix your plate, and then Negro. Oh, let me stop. I ain't supposed to say that no more. You better wake up. Negro is fine. Negro is fine. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, okay, I got it now. Yeah, yeah. Negro is okay. It's, it's, a, it's a, okay. You know, a derivative of it, but I know. Okay, I got it. We ain't, we ain't doing that. No. Uh, no. Going out there. She's going back there. My grandma used to blow. She used to blow the horn. That'd be, okay, what's going on? 
You better make it out to that door. <laughs> That's it. That is it, man. That is, that is it. But again, man, this, this, we got to, um, you know, kind of see what people want to discuss. Because again, when we talk about provision, we got to talk about what, you know, what, what's really needed and what's. It's just a lot in this that we need to really um, kind of hone in on, man, because, again, I pray to God that nobody got off the line too soon and, you know, by chance thought that we're saying that the woman is a weaker vessel. No, we're saying that she is an extremely valuable vessel and that she deserves to be treated as a queen. That's what we're saying. We're not We're not downing the woman in any way, shape, form, or fashion. We're saying, thank God that you're a part of our lives. Thank God that God looked around and said, it ain't good for man to be alone. Because, boy, that makes especially sure we'll mess out of things. Oh, right. yeah. Right. Especially, especially this one. We got to go ahead and. Tell him, brother. Yeah, like that. Man, man, please. When he, when he put that scripture out there, he was talking about me and you. It really said, translated. It ain't good for them two to be alone. <laughs> right, right. He, 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 he just wants to be inclusive. Yeah, it's just the way it is, man. So, you know, uh, so God created uh, somebody that could make our lives so much more enjoyable, so much more effective, uh, and somebody that can really nurture and love and do the things that only they can do. They're Yeah, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. So I enjoyed this topic tonight, man. I was late getting on, but I really enjoyed this. As did I. Wife, you have anything? Uh, no, I don't. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor, you, you good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm um uh, kneeling on the side of my bed, and I mean, I just want to let you know this because I love you so much. I'm kneeling on the side of my bed, and ain't nothing on my bed but the remote and my wallet. <laughs> so Man. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm, you know, I'm just letting you know that, you know, just, you know, just to hurt your feelings a little bit. But uh, it's okay. I got, I, I, got a little, I, I, I got a, I got a couple dollars for some for some plane tickets now. So you know, I sit them down there to you if you need if you need some company. I'll be. So will. So will. It ain't good for man to be by be by himself. Yes. It ain't good for two men to be together. <laughs> oh hell, it's, 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 it's three males oh, and a white and a woman. So hell, I'm, you know, we we, we told that out the frame. Boy, I tell you, we did, man. Nah, I'm good, brother. I'm good. I enjoy listening to you guys tonight. That blessed me. Really blessed me. And it's good to talk about these things, man. And um, if it helps one person, it was worth it. I promise you it was worth it. So um, let's keep the dialogue going some kind of way. Well, that's the plan, and that's what we're going to pray for. Um, again, I, I thank both of you very much, and I thank everybody who's listening. And I know I'm going to have a million questions and comments tomorrow. And I'm thankful for mm. those as well. Um I just I just know that you know in order to to learn you have to be taught you know what I mean and this right here was uh, just 
a teaching tool, a, a learning moment. You know, and I thank God for those as well, you know. Uh, and I'm not too old to learn, so uh, talking yeah. with the wife and yourself, I I learned some along the way as well, you know, and I'm going to pay it forward and, and keep it going. You know, um, just a little lightweight recap, you know, being a provider isn't only financially, but it's about stability. It's about spirituality. It's about emotionally. It's everything that fills in the gap at that moment. So if if someone needs prayer and you fill in, you provide that prayer. If somebody needs a hand, you provide that assistance. That's right. If you're not doing anything and somebody needs a hand, yeah, I don't really look at you as a man. Me personally. So um, I I thank both of you again, and I thank everybody. Next Tuesday, we are going to go round two. Round two next Tuesday, 930, we're going to talk about this provision thing. We're going to make it crystal clear next week, I guarantee and I promise. 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time next Tuesday from the streets to the pulpit. Pastor, please go ahead and take us home. Lord, we thank you so much for um, the discussion on tonight. I thank you, God, for um, all the opinions, all the um, uh, 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 insight, just everything. And by no means do we have um, all the answers. We we just gave what we do know. And uh, as we heard earlier, God, on tomorrow and days to follow, there's going to be a lot of folk that will comment and uh I'm sure to add to the conversation, and, and we welcome that. We just know that it has to be some dialogue because um, we want things done the right way. We want families to be able to come together. We want husband and wives, marriages to be strong. We want everybody to find their role and uh, their responsibility and to fill it. So, God, thank you for the man. Thank you for the woman. Uh, thank you for being able to talk about provision, and thank you so much, God, that we got this 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 outlet to be able to um, discuss this in this uh, manner. So thank you so much. I pray that you'll keep the lines of communication open. I pray God that if there's anything that was said that offended someone, that they will um, pray about it and 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 be willing to sit down and talk about it before they um, you know discuss it with anyone else. I just pray God that again you'll get glory out of this and we'll get the benefit. Thank you so much. Bless everybody that was on this line and everybody that was listening. We give your name to glory, honor, and the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a good night. Amen. Good night.